joining us this morning to talk uh, financial markets here as we await the Fed decision and focus on the dollar. Chris Robinson, the Managing Director of TJM Institutional Services. Fed, uh, good morning to you, Chris. Fed focus here this week, definitely front and center. Uh, talk to us. It seems like that 75 basis point rate hike's been baked in, priced in, but the focus here really is now shifted to November. We're going to get one non-farm payrolls number, is it, and uh, two CPI releases or I'm sorry, the other way around, two payrolls numbers, one CPI before that decision that they'll have to make. I'd imagine that's where a lot of the attention is going to be directed. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's we're going to be chasing numbers. Also, too, we're heading into the uh, holiday season, so markets get thinner. So these numbers become more more important to both you know speculators and hedgers. Um, I'll, I'll point out one thing. I, I can't get away from this morning. The S&P, take the August high and take the recent low, 3502. We are halfway back, so, <laughs> Chris, uh, you know, halfway well, back. Well, I was pointing that out. I mean, because we talk about that, right? You have the upper, you have the lower extreme, and everybody kind of gets lost once you get halfway back. You get sort of lulled into this false sense of complacency. But this is a key pivotal area, that halfway back, and it's an area you focus on a lot. Absolutely, because it's, it's, it's a reset button for everybody. I mean, I right. spent 25 years in the pit, and all I did all day was listen to people's opinions. At the end of the day, you know, you went home, you were either up money or you weren't up money or at the end of the month, however. So opinions are, are, are great. This, this gives everybody a chance to reset. So it's kind of like, uh, it's almost like the ref called a timeout through flag. Okay, are you bullish? Well, mm -hmm. you know, the next level is 4,000, you know, go, go for it. If you're bearish, well, then you're looking at 3,800. But this has been an extremely technical two years. Um, I think it's just an overflow of the uh, uh, computerized trading so you see these reset buttons, but I'll say this, if you look at the overall trend in the S&P, we've been trending lower since January, right? Yeah. So that's what everybody's trying to decide. Is this a bear market? Is this a rally in a bear market? Uh, well, again, this is one of those things, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Mm -hmm. It's giving everybody a chance to reset. If you were terrified uh, uh, bull, you know, two weeks ago at 3,500, you know, you're getting a chance to skate away uh, relatively in better shape. So. Uh, take advantage of that. Reassess your positions. Don't wait till after the Fed speaks or after the market um, reacts. The market's giving you a gift today if you're long. And uh, so that's how I look at it. And you see this time and time again in a lot of markets. So a nice reset level. You're correct. You know, now the hyper focus is going to be looking at what is the Fed going to do? Are they going to continue? Are they going to back off? Um, and I think a lot of that just comes down to one number. That's the unemployment number. I think they want to see unemployment higher I think they're probably scratching their heads as to why unemployment has remained around three you know three three and a half percent I think they 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 really they've made it pretty clear that they want to get unemployment higher they want to cool off the labor market so that's going to be I think the, the thing to watch but in the meantime uh, if you're a negative person uh, you don't let your emotions get in the way of uh, you know your trading decisions markets will reset that's where we're at today Chris, talk to me a little bit about uh, rates, because uh, amidst this rally we've seen off the lows from uh, 3,500 up and through 3,900 recently uh, uh, last week. I mean, we've seen rates which have been on the rise as well. So, uh, yes, a little bit off that 4.42, I think it was for the TYX recently, the 30-year, but still holding well above this 4% level and an area where many would have thought that uh, the indices would really struggle to, to rally 400 points off a low as long as we remained above uh, these levels in yields. Again, the TNX, the uh, 30-year holding, uh, you know, decade highs. 
Yeah, and also, too, everybody thought that, oh, if somebody can lock in 4%, they're going to yank their money out of the stock market or, or frighten investors would, or people just looking for, you know, a return. Uh, that really hasn't happened. You've got, you know, you can buy a three-month note, you know, it's still around, you know, 4%. Uh, I didn't check it this morning, but, you know, three-month, two-year, 10-year, they're giving you an opportunity to do that, and you haven't seen a wholesale exodus of the market yet. There's a lot of people, I think, that are still long. And you know, we'll see what happens. Now, if rates go higher, we'll see. And you already started to see. You know, the other thing I think the Fed was trying to do, um, maybe they wouldn't admit it, but they were trying to cool off the housing market. Well, they the did. sales figures we got last week, they certainly have yeah. done that. Low, lowest sales in a decade are on the existing home. So they've calmed things down. They maybe squeezed out some of the speculation there. Uh, definitely with rates uh, nearing that 3% level or at that 3 7% level, I should say, you're going to see a slowing in the housing market. Talk to us a little bit about this week, how, well, Chris, it's not just the uh, Fed. You also have the Bank of England, uh, quite the stir over there as of recent, whether you're talking about the shift in terms of prime ministers or uh, what we've seen in terms of central bankers having to combat uh, the attempts to uh, provide that mini budget, the tax cuts ultimately. Uh, we have seen some security or, or sense of normalcy return to the pound. What are we looking for? I think it's a, another 75 basis point rate hike from the BOE as well. Yes, and I think that the, the, the rest of Europe is going to continue to kind of use the, the Fed as cover for them, you know, raising their rates. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, they can always, if, if it goes badly, they can always say, well, we were just, you know, following suit with mm -hmm. uh, the Americans. Uh, I, I don't know how that's going to end, to tell you the truth. It, you know, this took this problem took 15 years to create. It's not going to get fixed in 15 days. 15 years to create and, and two years to really uh, explode. But hey, real quick, I just as you said that, I was sort of wondering, should we be taking a cue from the Bank of Canada right now? And maybe again with that sort of pivot there, a little bit more of a less aggressive stance last week than we had expected. Should we be looking for that as an indication as what's eventually to come here from the Fed? Maybe not this time, but and the Bank of England this week, but uh, at the next meetings possibly. Yeah, and I think that's why you see a lot of interest in people trying to buy the 10-year, five-year, because mm -hmm. if you're buying those, your your bet is that sometime in the next six months, you're going to see that. It's going to say, ah, we're done. Well, if that happens, and you can lock in these rates, you know, that, that's going to be a double whammy. You're going to have the nice rate, and also the piece of paper that you just bought is going to be worth more, because if the new rates are lower, you know, it's tough. That's really what it comes down to. It's kind of, kind of basic, you know, stuff people forget about. If and that's why people, I think, are interested in trying to speculate on the long side with the bonds, because if they do, uh, again, I hate this word, but if they do pivot, and obviously a bond that's yielding, you know, 4% now, and if we go to 3% or 2.5% again, something ridiculous, then you're going to be like, you know, hey, this was a great move. So that's why you have the interest now. Flip side, if they keep cranking rates, then yeah, you're going to want to, you know, get out of those and, and reload. Uh, Chris, definitely something to watch here. And we were just looking at, uh, if we could pull this chart here, Treasury's bonds coming off the lows. I think that's important to remind everybody, a Fed pivot does not necessarily mean a trajectory change in terms of the market, right? Uh, uh, right. Something to keep an eye on here. And, and it has been tough to buy these lows when you look at this trend lower that we've seen still well below the 50-day moving average in the bonds on the left, which is above at 128, the 10-year on the right at 113.12. Okay. Uh, that's a good look here at uh, financial markets with Chris Robinson ahead of a very busy week in terms of central bank activity and Ecodata as well. Appreciate the breakdown there. Chris joins us this morning from TGM Institutional Services.